1: Daniel and Cranston. I, th- I thought maybe he—he was—he works a lo- lot of long hours. I'm not going to get into his personal life. We've been chatting off the air uh, via social media and things like that. And I—I th- I know he's working a long day today, but if he has time, let's rock and roll. Daniel and Cranston, is this the Dan that I was talking to from uh, Dina States? That,
0: that's right, Tara. That's uh, my name's Daniel Connor. I'm a I'm a registered nurse and uh, one of the displaced residents at Dina States Apartments.
1: Okay, so um, I know you're working a long day today, if the, the hours you, you showed me, and so I thank you for taking a few minutes. Just give us an update. Where are you staying, first of all? Uh, do you have a place to stay?
0: So I, um, you know, full transparency, I, I lived on the second floor okay. in what they're referring to as the North Building, which is the building that's been subsequently condemned. And uh, Wayne, who you had on the show yesterday, who did a great job, um, Wayne and I have been attempting to collect data from the residents um, who live in that building because we are currently, um, you know, uh, seeking what legal recourse we have, um, if any. And um, by the way, if anyone is listening that knows anyone that lives in that building, please have them reach out to Wayne or I. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, you can find me on Facebook, Daniel Connor. Um, And message me and I'll give you my contact information um, just to put that out there. And again, Tara, I want to say thank you to you very much for covering this issue so well, um, because this is an issue that has affected almost 90 people being displaced. Okay. And, you know, you know, I have to say it's kind of disheartening to know that to basically be told by all the powers that could help us that we're on our own. Um, It's 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 very upsetting because there are people in this state who are receiving housing for free that are homeless and and rightfully so i i I, not that i don't support that i definitely do yep but when when people are displaced through no fault of their own they're told that they're on their own and that's 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 a big problem that we have right now i agree that's a problem that's a problem that we're all experiencing and it's very unfortunate and i'm hoping that something can be done but I guess we have heard um, from different sources, different people that the governor's office may or may not be meeting with us on Friday. I have not, I've not heard anything about that at all. As a matter of fact, I have not received one phone call from the city, the state, even the American red cross has not contacted me since Monday night at the police station in Cranston. Mm -hmm. So I have heard nothing. I have heard nothing. Now I feel so bad for my neighbors who do not have the resources that i do you know yeah. i'm fortunate to have a good job i'm mm-hmm. fortunate to have a big family that loves me and, and supports me and is there for me i'm fortunate to have future in-laws my fiance's parents have been great in, in supporting me and giving us you know a room to stay in for the time being until we can get our feet under us but this this problem is not being addressed and we're now almost one week post the event and i haven't even received a phone call nothing like I'm supposed to do this on my own? Do I, you know, do I need to rely on a lawyer? Because that's where I'm at right now, and this is disgusting. I mean, I, the people who manage that property were literally videotaped laughing at us during the event. I, am beside myself. Now I, I can't
1: even. During the flooding, describe they, to you. They were on the scene, and what would they ever be pro- laughing the one, about?
0: The the property manager, her name is. Uh, you know what? I'm not going to say any names. But there was a property manager that was leading the charge that day who was absentee until the state police went and collected her and brought her back to the scene. And she was videotaped walking into the van of the American Red Cross laughing it up. And I'll be honest with you, that that in itself, right from the beginning, was was, was a telltale sign of everything we would experience from then on out. And that meeting on Monday night was atrocious. The, those people came there completely unprepared. They had no idea what they were going to say to us. And it was just two hours of, of back and forth be- between them. At one point during the meeting, they actually said to us, okay, guys, it's getting kind of late. We want to go home now. Like, that was entirely laughable. Like, you want to go home? We have no home to go to. Mm. We're going to sleep at your house? It, it was insane. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to get video of the recording from Channel 10. Um, I've, I've received a little bit of pushback from their newsroom, so if someone from them could reach out to me, I left a message with the general manager. OK, um, but this this is this this is far from over. This is far from over. This is going to be something. And, I, you know, I, I'm going to tell you right now, I have a feeling that, you know, the city and state aren't reaching out to us because they are culpable. That that Oakwan Avenue is Route 5. That's a state road. State is supposed to manage that. The the drainage was insufficient, period. They've spent a decade in litigation between the city, the state and the property owners about who's responsible for this since it happened in 2013, and everyone was displaced. Yeah, it, no, I know they're in tra- litigation,
1: and that could be holding people back, too. Because I, the city solicitor yeah. called in. Chris, and I, I might be mispronouncing his name. I always thought it was Malaya, but it might be uh, Milia. But, but uh, the city solicitor called I'm, in. It,
0: from what I understand, Chris Malaya is his name, yeah. and I will tell you right now, he's an outstanding human being. Mm-hmm. I have spoken to him several times. As a matter of fact, he's the only one that I've spoken to. And he's not giving me any legal advice. He's not, you know, th- that would be a conflict of interest because right. he represents the city. But as a human being, I give, I give all the kudos to that man because he has been a, the only person who's been extremely helpful. And uh, I like that administration. I've met Mayor Ken Hawkins, another great human being. These guys are doing everything they can within, you know, the legal parameters of everything that's going on. But at some point, somebody has to step up and say, these people are homeless. What are we going to do?
1: Yeah, I, I don't understand what the delay is. The only thing I can think of is that they're kind of tippy-toeing around like what you just mentioned and what uh, Chris did call in the city solicitor and say that, you know, they've got litigation going back to the 2013 floodings. And so that may be, but that is a, a poor excuse. Um, uh, that's and I not don't know right. what's going
0: on. You know, I, I'm not a lawyer. I'm not going to pretend that I'm a lawyer or that I know legalese. 10 years wrap it up let's go i'm calling out every person that's responsible for this to step up and help us because right now we are in the wind and we need something we need something to help us this isn't right hey everybody this is dan bespris host of fantasy nba today a daily fantasy basketball podcast we cover every box score from every game every day Plus bonus shows on buy low opportunities, players to stash, schedule analysis, and really anything you could need to smash your league into deliciously tiny pieces. Catch the Fantasy NBA Today podcast, part of the Believe Network, on YouTube or wherever you listen.
1: It, it isn't. Uh, I don't know why more people aren't talking about this. I, I'm. I feel terribly for everybody, uh, particularly because the, you know it's not. It's not easy to get in anywhere. A lot of the hotels. You're right. Have homeless people being housed in them. Uh, We've given up, you know, some of the hotels since the COVID days, the harsh COVID days. And it's not like you can just go out and grab an apartment temporarily, you know, sign a a one-month lease and who has the, you know, maybe don't even, like, as you mentioned, uh, some of your neighbors probably don't have the, you know, the funds available to do that. Um, This is wrong. Something's off here. Uh, I also know that um, Wayne was telling us yesterday, one of your neighbors was telling us that, you know, you received a piece of paper from the, Dean Estates Apartments LLC saying if you know we can give you a $500 gift card and then that removes us from any liability forever if you take the $500 That's box. Accurate.
0: So so I was the first person in their office uh, the following day after the after that meeting on Monday night that was a complete abomination because I wanted to be there to to you know be the first person to read any documentation that they were going to present to us in return for receiving $500, which is laughable. And, uh, you know, I, I was, <laughs> as I was presented the document, I was told, oh, don't bother reading it. You know, it doesn't say much. So then that was red flag number one. I stood there, read the entire document, and clause two, right at the bottom of the first page, says that I waive all uh, future legal uh, whatever you want to call it, they are waiving all of their liability for any damages to my property. Mm-hmm. I, I, I said to him right, right then and there, I said, you can keep that gift card. I'm all set. You know, sparing words um, yeah. and kept the document because I'm going to be presenting that to a lawyer. Um, and it's really unfortunate because like Wayne said, a lot of our neighbors are completely destitute and they had to take that $500 and they had to sign that document, but they did so under duress and it may not be legally uh uh, reliable. So we're looking into that as well. Um, I've spoken to we, Wayne and I have spoken every day. Mm-hmm. Um, we are we're doing everything we can to help these people that are less fortunate than we are. And, you know, it, like I said, this is not over by any stretch of the imagination. These people are going to be held responsible. This has been a problem for 40 years and no one did anything.
1: Yeah. I Listen, I don't I don't uh, you mentioned the Red Cross, Daniel, and um. I know they were right on the scene, and as they always are, um, are, are they able to? You know, I wonder. Did they say if they were able to put anybody up? Because usually, in a in a situation where there's a, a fire and a family gets you know, or a couple of families get knocked out of their home, they they usually have the funding so, and the availability to put people places. But it maybe it so may they be, did
0: they did actually they they presented people with gift cards. I'm sure of various amounts. Um, Based on, you know, what how much you lost, um, a lot of people probably didn't know how much they had lost at that point because we, we aren't being allowed back into the building. Um, there are still six units um, that are specifically marked off for no entry until further notice. Uh, one of them is mine. Mm-hmm. So all my furniture, all my worldly possessions, all my sentimental value stuff is all w- gone, basically. Um, and who knows if they're going to knock the building down with my stuff in it. I don't know. Um, but they, they told me I no access until further notice, but back to the American Red Cross, um, you know, there, there was questionnaire, a questionnaire to be answered before we received any, uh, gift cards there that night. And I think the amount that we were given varied based on what we lost, including, you know, prescription eyewear, uh, medications, wow. clothing, um, et cetera. And that was one of my biggest points at this meeting is, you know, Oh, well, the, one of the property managers, the asset manager, that, that person, Justin, I forgot his last name, but said to us, you know, I'm pretty sure you can go to CVS and they'll help you out, get you a three-day supply. And I said, you know, I'm an RN. I know that some of these medications, these people can't get. They just can't get them. There's copays involved. That money yeah. they don't have. You know, it, it's absurd to say, well, good luck at CVS. Like, you know, basically no help was offered at all. The only help that was offered was that $500 gift card with the stipulation that we waive all liability. And that's just not going to happen. That simply cannot happen. So I don't know how this is going to proceed, but, you know, we're looking into every avenue, every legal recourse to try and find out what we can do. You know, um, fortunately, like I said, I, I, I have resources that some of these people don't. And, and I, don't, I don't even know what, what they could possibly be going through right now because it's a travesty.
1: You know, listen. It was a harrowing, if not horrific, ordeal. Now, I, I, when I read through the Providence Journal article of uh, the, the 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 writer there, um, Wheeler Copperthwaite, he, he talked to a lot of your neighbors, a lot of you, and I mean, if this happened in the middle of the night, and and even the fire officials said there would have been deaths, and I, and that's plural, yeah.
0: And, and there almost were deaths when it happened in the middle of the day. Uh, these people are lucky. Lucky that there aren't bodies that are still being brought out of that building because it, it, it came to that point. You know, it's bad enough that we're dragging dead dogs and cats out of the building. That's one thing. Yeah. You know, and, and and believe me, I'm not making light of that by any stretch. These people have unfathomable loss. I'm sorry, I'm getting a little emotional. I,
1: I listen. I understand. I mean, this is. I don't. I, I don't know where the sense of urgency has failed. I mean, we had terrible weather yesterday, and I understand all hands on deck, but. You're saying ninety people are put out, and that is awful. And I'm very sorry. Uh, I'm going to probably get in more trouble today than I already am in with the governor's office, Daniel. But I'm going to do what well, I can. You, you
0: know, you know something. I, I think it's the opposite. I think the governor's office is in trouble right now because radio silence is unacceptable. So, Governor Dan McKee, my name's Daniel Connor. Feel free to reach out anytime you're ready. Well,
1: um, I'm going to Daniel. I'm going to. I'm gonna push them. I've I just sent an email while we were chatting. You know what is happening? What are you doing for the people of Dina Estates? I'll see if the two. I sent it to two different people in his office. They're the main media liaisons, or they're supposed to be, and uh, we'll push for you, Daniel. If you don't mind, um, well, I, I have your information. We talked on the back side. Yeah, of, we'll uh, we'll of we'll stay yeah. in touch, Tara. All right, uh, feel free to definitely keep me posted. And if in fact there is some kind of a meeting happening, I'd be more than happy to jump up and down and, and say yay the governor's people are stepping up and you know he's going to meet with them but just not hearing it and I don't understand why
0: you'll be you, you'll be one of the first people I tell trust me all right well I, listen, and I thank you so I thank you so much for your time I really do appreciate it
1: no I thank you for calling in I think you're going to be very effective and I, I it, your emotion is real it's raw and I, people have to hear it um this is not right we' got to do something here we, we like you said we take taken a lot of people into the state of Rhode Island we've We've done it. We've, we've helped the homeless. You guys are homeless now. For the time being, let's hope, you know, we're going to hope for the best, but we've got to take care of the situation. Daniel, hang in there,
0: okay? Thank you, Tara. We'll talk soon. All right. Appreciate it. Are you ready for hard-hitting observations? Reality remains reality, no matter how hard you try to ignore it. The Ben Shapiro Show brings you all the news you need to know in America today. Again, I'm all here for the pop culture, people dating each other for the press. Ben breaks down the culture and never gives an inch every so often. And by every so often, I mean literally every 27 seconds of the producer gets fired. The Ben Shapiro show on YouTube or wherever you listen.